0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Educated Innovation. You might have heard my last episode. It talked about how business was in everything. And so I thought, wow, that really is so true when we think about the different aspects um, and genres and um, industries, businesses, jobs that really can speak to business when we think about all of the different disciplines that we teach but all of the different things that people do even as a hobby um, really could be translated into business. So I promised you all that we were going to have some guest speakers and I would like to introduce my first guest speaker, my friend, my colleague and the producer of this show that I could not have done without him. And his name is Jonathan Jenkins. Hello. Hello, Jonathan. How are you tonight?
1: I'm good, Nancy. How are you doing?
0: Good, good, good. So I wanted to have you on here because not only have you been super instrumental in helping me produce this podcast, but I understand that podcasting is going to be A business of yours as well, or has been a business of yours as well. That's
1: correct. That's correct. All
0: right, and so I thought that it would be um, so interesting that we kind of discuss how that evolved, Mm -hmm. um, a little bit about your background, and then maybe for the audience, those listening, how podcasting could help them with their business, Mm -hmm. um, as as you know, in terms of marketing it but also how to even develop or start a podcast for people who may be interested. So give us a little bit about your, your background, um, Jonathan.
1: Okay. So a little bit about my background. Um, of course, my initial uh, job, as it were, was in the military. So fresh out of high school, I went straight to the Air Force. In the Air Force, I was an aircraft mechanic. And then after about six years, I was like, hmm, I love planes. I loved aerospace, propulsion, mechanically. But there was something about it that I couldn't foresee myself doing for the long haul, like all the way until Mm -hmm. retirement, as some people would say it. So I kind of took a step back, looked at what I was good at, what I was passionate for. And in that moment, in that time in my life, I was super passionate about physical health. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to be a physical therapist. I thought, well, I can talk to people. People find it easy to talk to me. Uh, I'm super into like fitness. Physical, uh, physical therapy is the, the thing for me. Mm-hmm. Got out of the military, went to school. I realized that being a military member, going from the military to the civilian world, they do pay for school. Mm-hmm. It doesn't pay fully to come, become a physical therapist. So I was like, all right, I got to figure something else out. During that time, I took a film class. That film class changed my life. I looked at things differently. Wow. I was able to use my already analytical skills to kind of like look at the the visuals of movies and kind of like dissect situations and people like their scenes, mm. and vice versa. So I'm like, all right, let me do film and television because it allows me to be a creative person, which I never really thought I was. Oh, you totally are. Just Thank you. you. Know that. <laughs> Thank you. It allowed me to be creative in a way to where I can't draw and paint like most people can that have that that specialness to them, like Mm -hmm. that talent. But I can construct, I can put together, and I can organize things to tell a story Mm -hmm. that then gives meaning and purpose, that can convey messages, that can connect people. So I thought, let me use this. And so I was like, this is for me. So that's pretty much how I got into film and television production. (laughs)
0: Wow, that's interesting. And then what led you into the podcasting world?
1: So in the podcasting world, when I was in film school, I feel as though it was it was already a a burdening thing, podcasting. I think it started pretty much in 2010. Mm. Um, And I was in school probably 2015 is when I started. So it wasn't as big as it is now, of course, but I could see that it had some legs on it. It was a vehicle or a vessel to kind of propel you towards um, notoriety, um, spreading your message quicker than, I guess, video, because Mm -hmm. a lot of people... They listen to books on tape. They listen to radio. Mm -hmm. It's a different medium where you can reach people. And it was a fun medium. Like, podcasting is something that anybody can do. Mm -hmm. All you need is something to record you, a decent microphone, and a topic to talk about. So I thought, why not use this thing that I feel is already getting big to then pretty much help people spread their message? You know what I mean? Nice.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, that just goes to show... First of all, thank you for sharing your story. You Mm -hmm. know we're all about sharing our stories here. Mm -hmm. Um, But I love how you kind of describe really this navigation of where you started and where you are now. But somehow they all kind of intertwine, and that really is about this kind of artistic, creative quality um, that, again, leads us to entrepreneurship. I really think that an integral characteristic of entrepreneurs – is some type of artistic or creative or innovative quality. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, And I will want to add that it's also being very um, resilient because most people think I have this skill from childhood, I will then perfect this skill, practice it, (laughs) get into that thing, and then do that as work. Whereas my path, so to speak, it was a winding river. Mm -hmm. So I take from that you can't always envision your path to be straight. And you kind of have to take the things you've learned along the way to kind of be in your bag of tools Mm -hmm. to get you to that point. Or when you get to that point, you can also use that. So you're special. Mm. So it's not that I'm the best filmmaker. I'm the best uh, documentarian. But I have my own voice in those spaces. And that's what makes me a different person. You know what I mean? Yes, I love that.
0: It's almost like an evolution. Exactly. Of you. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about your goal, you know, when you think about your goal for your business or the service that you're providing as a podcast producer and and media specialist, talk about that for a minute and what you really would like to be able to do.
1: Okay, so my goal um, is to, like I said, help people. That's It sounds so cliche, but all throughout my life, with all of my careers, it was helping people. Um, military is being a part of something that's bigger than yourself, helping people, getting something done, getting a mission done. So I look at that feeling and that thought I had in film school, like, oh my God, this is amazing. It's almost like looking at a beautiful work of art and going, I can, you know, I too can do that. But with film and television, it's a collaborative effort. So I want to take the knowledge I've learned in film school and tailor that to whoever might need my services. So if you didn't, you know, want to get in podcasting, you might have a story to share via documentary or you might have products that you want to showcase. Therefore, photography comes into play Mm -hmm. or you might have a commercial idea. So I think specifically with podcasting, going back to that, I hope to help people see that, you know, we all are seeing how there's so many podcasts these days, but that doesn't mean you have to not get into it. It's almost like it's never too late. And what you have to share or what you have to talk about doesn't, you know, take a backseat because it's already topics similar. Like I said, you have to have specificity, mm-hmm. but still share what you have with everybody.
0: Absolutely. When I think about the different podcasts that are available, I mean, everyone has different tastes. Everyone wants to listen to something different. And even if it is on the same topic, like you said um, it certainly can be delivered in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have different lenses, mm-hmm. and we all have different stories. So, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, you talked a little bit about your experience in podcasting. Do you want to give us any more information about your experience in podcasting before we go into, you know, how you actually want to, you know, share how to develop one's podcast? What would you say?
1: Um, that's a good question. I'm trying to piece it together to make it make sense. Uh, I think I'd want to also just say again, podcasting is a piece of branding yourself because, like we've spoke about before, it's you know the podcasting, which ties into social media, mm-hmm. which ties into like a website, which just like funnels people to you for whatever you're trying to do, whether it's talk about a topic or provide services. So I think podcasting, although it's becoming really, you know, common, it's still a viable piece of, like, just marketing yourself.
0: Excellent. I'm so happy that you decided to help people uh, with podcasting because you certainly helped me. So thanks again, Jonathan. Mm -hmm. So here we go. We think about podcasting. We think about, okay, you know, the average person of, hey, you know, I I have something to say. I want to help people. I want to actually reach out to a broader audience, which was myself. So tell us if you had to summarize it, you know, maybe the top eight steps or less of launching um, a podcast that anyone who is thinking of podcasting could consider or have in mind.
1: Okay. Let's see here. I got my notes. So the first step would be obviously to develop the podcast concept. Mm. So you need to know what you're talking about. Um, the second step would be uh, choose the format. The third step would be recording. Fourth step would be, I guess, software. And we'll kind of like get into that once I kind of break these different steps down. Mm-hmm. Um, then record your first episode, be num- step number five. Of course, step number six is one I don't really care for a lot, which is editing. <laughs> <laughs> number seven would be uh, create the podcast artwork. And then number eight um, I guess we'll be posting to your podcast uh, site that distributes it to the different or the various um, places where people get their podcasts from.
0: Right, you're like because your social media platforms or what have you. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense.
1: Those are my eight topics. Excellent,
0: excellent. I mean, you make it sound all very easy, mm -hmm. but as you know, you know, this was it was easy, but there was definitely. You know, as we went along, we definitely seen, okay, we got to we gotta think about this and we want to write this down and we want to think about this. Um, and so I know that we played very different roles. I mean, you were definitely the producer. You're the one who told me exactly, okay, here's what I need you to do. Here's what I need from you. Um, how do you want to do this? But then, meanwhile, I'm also thinking about okay, all of the different things I want to talk about, mm-hmm. but how they connect. Like I didn't want to randomly just have uh, talk about things that had no connection to one another. Um, so it just goes to show again when we think about business and everything. Mm-hmm. Look at this. This is this is you talking about podcasting, how you went to school for film um, and editing video production, and here you are podcasting. You were able to transcend those skills to perform something like this and help to create something like this and then be able to share it with others. So did you want to get into a um, some breakdown of some of those steps of you know what, people might want to think about because I will say, especially when it comes to you're a perfectionist, people. If you think our sound sounds, I know that was like double, <laughs> but if you think we sound really well, this is totally Jonathan. He's very um, astute and very. Uh, Pointed on making sure that we have the right sound and that it has a quality to it and so I am so grateful for him I didn't I wouldn't even have thought about anything like that um making sure that you're choosing a quiet a quiet space to make sure that that sound is captured um even um, a headphone and, and the key microphone um and just certain equipment and then thinking about where you're going to make sure that your podcast is accessible? And then how do you tell everybody where to go find it? Like it's almost like accessible to accessible. So right. any details you want to you want to give further? Because I feel like you've taught me about about <laughs> podcasts. It's like, yeah, I think I know a little something, something. But certainly as the expert, anything else you wanted your listeners to make sure that they're aware of if they're thinking about podcasting?
1: Of course. So I will... Say thank you. I am what I call myself a failed uh, perfectionist. Like I try hard for it to be perfect, but nothing <laughs> no. ever perfect as we know. And I know that with the steps that I've already mentioned, and I'll get into in a second, knowing this is a education podcast makes me put on like my education hat. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, things have to be you know, organized. Things have to be intelligible. So that's why I'm super critiquing my own work. Like I bet you when I listen to this back when I edit it, I'm gonna find something wrong with the audio. But <laughs> that's because I want it to be such a fluid and free, you know, listen for people who are needing the information because you shouldn't have all these background noises. You shouldn't have microphones that, you know, you don't have to buy the most expensive microphone, but microphones that make people sound like, you know, what they call broadcast ready. Bye. So I need that to be uh, something that doesn't hinder the information being, you know, distributed to the people, or, be but, or distracted. Exactly, so, distracted yeah, is the yeah. better word. But the step one, develop a podcast. So that one, um, like I was saying earlier, specificity. So let's say that you have uh, an idea for like DeNancy, a business podcast. You can you can have that, but the specificity is she's concentrating um, the business podcast for entrepreneurs for startups, for people who might have been in the business for a while with their, you know, entrepreneurship, but like they might need some tips on what's going on currently right now. Um, So that would just be starting it, but being specific. And then some more um, specificity would be mental health podcasts, but you also might think about mental health for lawyers, a drone podcast, a drone racing podcast. So you kind of want to have that top nomenclature, but also like break it down to where like, you have a specific group of people that you're targeting. Mm -hmm. So that way you don't just go all over the place with your message.
0: Well, there you go. When we think about starting a business, we always say, think about your target audience. I mean, when I taught intro the business and we talked about developing your business plan, it was that. Like hone in on your target audience. You Mm -hmm. know that you want everyone to listen to it, but you don't start out that way. So great. Yeah, that's a good idea.
1: And in the format, that one sounds vague, but like DeNancy here, her format's going to be, she speaks on some of the podcasts, like just her talking, but it's also an interview element. So the format is what kind of podcast is it going to be? Is it going to be a co-host where you always have a secondary host, or is it one main host and then guest you know, speakers? So that's the format. Uh, let's see here. Also is the podcasting recording equipment. So like I talked about earlier, mm-hmm. I won't get into like the name brand gear, but like I said, you have to have something to record yourself and a microphone. And I would suggest headphones, not earbuds, but headphones, because you have to be able to hear yourself so you can kind of gauge the sound quality. Mm, and that's, that's what so I would say true. about that. Yeah. So true, yes. And I think, I mean, as far as like all the, the little ancillary things, I think that's it. I think those are the main things. And of course, um, with the topic, you also might want to think about the name of the podcast, so I think you covered it in one of your prior episodes, but did you want to also mention what went behind your thinking process of like the name for this podcast, Nancy? Like why did you choose to name it that?
0: Yeah, when I thought about being an entrepreneur, I think automatically innovation, right? Mm-hmm. But then I, I'm i so passionate not only about entrepreneurship, but I'm also passionate about education. You know, being in higher education, I've taught high school, um, I've taught as a professor of business, marketing. um, and so for me, I really wanted to make sure that I was connecting, you know the the piece on education and innovation, mm-hmm. that they really kind of go hand in hand. There is a way of them to really be infused. And it doesn't always just happen in an educational institution or an environment, right. but it does happen wherever I mean it it could happen in your life experiences it could happen in your network it Mm -hmm. can happen throughout the years of you expanding your business Mm -hmm. but it it simply happens you're going to learn (laughs) as you're being innovative Mm -hmm. and ultimately start scale and successfully launch and you know and maintain your business so I just thought wow that really goes together educated innovation now there's we found that there are some other podcasts out there that are somewhat similar, not the exact <laughs> name, but somewhat similar. Mm-hmm. But despite that, my idea and my thought process behind it is different. It's unique, right? Um, and so I thought that wow, this is this has been an age-old conversation anyway about whether or not do you need a credentials or a degree for. You know, to be an entrepreneur, or do you not? Right. Um, and again, regardless of the route you take, mm-hmm. we all know that ultimately you need some education, you yeah. need some skills, you need um, some type of expertise or a background to successfully be a business owner. Right. And if it if you start out with doing that by gaining credentials, great. If you start out by just share experience, great. One path is going to be a little longer than the other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One path is going to have a a lot more probably mistakes or or, or you know pitfalls than the other. Um, so, in anywhere you go, any space you start in, you know, really make sure that you're paying attention to your lessons learned, what you've been educated about, mm-hmm. what you've experienced, and then applying that mm-hmm. you know to the success of your business. So, speaking of that. When we think about you, Jonathan, and when we think about, um, you know, the purpose and the ways podcasting can be useful or beneficial, what would you want to share with your with our entrepreneurs tonight um, or with all of those listening um, regarding podcasting? What would you want to share regarding the usefulness and and the in why it's beneficial?
1: Yeah, um, good question. Again, so like I said earlier, it's a part of a bigger piece, it's almost like if you think about, let's just use um, a car for an example, um, you'd need the wheels, you need the engine, you'd need, uh, I guess like the gas to go into it. So I feel like this is a component, like those are components to a thing that actually gets you from point A to point B. A podcast is a component that kind of pairs well with everything. You could just get by with a website, but how would you get that traction from people? And because podcasting is so big, there's a huge segment of people you'd be missing out on mm-hmm. if you didn't utilize it. And it's free. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. Like, it's free. Like, I can put all of the the different links for, like, the gear and the software and the show notes. But any standard Google, most of the things are free. Wow. Except for, like, the actual gear, like the recording device and the headphones, of course. But, yeah.
0: That's so true. Yeah, when I think about that, and, I mean you know, we as entrepreneurs, we we look for free. Yep. And most of the time, nothing is free, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that's right. Um, so that's amazing. So despite the fact that most podcasts are free, like mine, you even have a current one, you've had many over the years, mm-hmm. how do you then connect that to it being a source of revenue or a, a business kind of model?
1: Perfect segue. So you have to think about brand deals. So with you, you might want to do a deal or look at brands that might sponsor you. And so you would then drop a certain ad segment within the podcast. So Mm. you might say, all right, well, I want to partner with, I don't know, let's just say TCC. They might say, hey, if you can just kind of plug, you know, hey, you should suggest how people can come to TCC to be educated Mm -hmm. on whatever trade or thing they're trying to get into to then hopefully have success in the future. It pairs well with your brand, Mm -hmm. and they would then, you know give you a uh, in-, in exchanged goods money so they would pay you for the ad spot and so that's how it works and i think it's better to think about like i said before you wouldn't want to get well it depends i would say not getting a deal with like let's say uh diaper company (laughs) it is a business but it kind of makes you scratch your head and say well what's the direct connection
0: right what's the correlation right
1: (laughs) whereas tcc it's in your name of your um, podcast education Mm -hmm. so i think you just have to think about the brand that works with the podcast or kind of like goes with what you're trying to share with your audience
0: yeah that makes sense that makes perfect sense i was thinking even what you ultimately want to do right you know as like myself you know, eventually, I would like to continue my consulting, and so when I think about consulting even more so, um, as time goes on, how this could also kind of link to that and be a segue to, you know, people reaching out for more tips or one-on-one consultations or what right. have you. So that makes sense, and so certainly, when you think about any entrepreneur who is starting a podcast, mm-hmm. they too, no doubt need to kind of think about the connection with the podcast and what the service or product that they're offering, huh?
1: Yep, and it's very important to know that you should not start a podcast with the thought that you're going to instantly make money. Right. Because if you don't have the listenership, it's not going to be lucrative in the beginning. But once you start recording, once you get the followers and listeners and build a a big enough uh, audience – Then you can think about the ads, but then also to tag on to that, there's things like Patreon. And Patreon is a service where you kind of have a paywall. Mm. For someone like you, you have the podcast, that's free, but when they want to have a consultation, you would link your Patreon within the podcast to tell them, hey, if you want to get advice, if you want me to help you set up some kind of like proposal, go to Patreon, you subscribe might be $3 a month, might be $5 a month, and then you go from there. Mm,
0: So you have to have these
1: add-on things too.
0: Yeah, that sounds, yeah, exactly. And that's kind of the entrepreneurial side of it, Mm -hmm. which I think I find fascinating. So give us one more thing, Jonathan, when I think about accessing a podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes people don't choose this venue because it's like, okay, so how do I get it out there? It's not like you can just take your whole... Entire podcast that could be, I don't know, anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes to even an hour, and just plop it on a platform like mm-hmm. Instagram or, you know, plop it on LinkedIn so that people can just click and watch right then and there. So, what's the best form of making sure that people access your podcast? And how do you really lure people to want to watch the podcast?
1: Okay. So, you mentioned some really good ways. So I would say the lure would be social media. So taking Dean Nancy, for instance, she's not someone who gets on Twitter. You could do it on Twitter. That's that's a different format where it's it's almost too short form. And I'm pretty sure you can post videos and things, but Instagram, personally for me, is where I go and do all my visual digestion, my visual information. So you would post like a video clip or just post a link with a picture. So people visually are stimulated to go, oh well that that looks interesting, or that is a good topic, let me click on this, or let me follow what they said to go to this link for the website. So the different places you would get podcasts depends on the person. Mm -hmm. So you and I both have iPhones. We have a built-in podcaster thing. Right. So for other people, they might have Android, so Google does have their version of it. You have iHeartRadio, which is very popular. Um, And I'm trying to think of another one, Um, Spotify. Right. So those are the, the main ones to where I would say, like, focus on those. Or like I said, a quick Google would point you in the right direction of where you would cast your pods. Um, and like I said earlier.
0: I love that. Cast, cast your, your pods. It might be a name. It's a, a wordplay. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. <laughs> but using social media to then garner that listenership or guide those, those eyes and ears to where you're doing your podcast is using i would say instagram of course people use tiktok and you have your facebooks and then twitter
0: okay nice nice so tell us for an audience if they have any other questions about podcasting or perhaps they would like to seek your advice your expertise um, seek you to be their producer of their podcast how do they do that how do they get in contact with you
1: Jonathan. right now, since I don't have my website up, shame on me, <laughs> you will be able to find all this in the show notes. I will link all of my social medias, um, my email, in the show notes.
0: Excellent, excellent. And so I really want you all who are thinking of podcasting to reach out to Jonathan. He is certainly a professional and, and an expert in what he does. And again, Jonathan, thank you so much for being on the show tonight. You're welcome. Really, really appreciate it. And to all of you all... Thank you for joining us as well. Again, if you have any questions, concerns, you would like to be a guest speaker or you simply have questions that you would like answered, what other resources that you would like us to talk about, please reach out via um, email at educatedinnovationpodcast at gmail.com. You could also find me on Instagram. Educated Innovation, as well as um, listening to my podcast, which again, Jonathan talked about all of the platforms that we're on, whether it be Spotify, Apple podcast, um, you name it. So feel free to um, reach out and um, talk to us. Let me know the things that you would like to hear more about. Stay tuned for some additional guests that really brings us and centers us again around how business isn't everything. Thank you all and have a good night. Thanks
1: everybody.